Welcome to In Search of Tracks podcast. I'm Pete. I'm Bob. How are you today, Bob? Uh, today, today I am good. I'm feeling good. Uh, working on my aura, you know. Nice. The, the huge. What about you? What are you up to? I'm all right. I uh, Record Store Day was a few weeks ago now. Um, I hit up Jack's Music and Red Bank. Shout out, Jack's. Yo, yo, how was it? It was good. Um, it was it was actually really nice um, in the way that I went there on Sunday, which was the day after Record Store Day. Yes. And they had all four of the records that I wanted, which yo. made me made me think to myself, like, I must be into things that nobody cares about, which <laughs> was, was both like kind of endearing, but also concerning because... I also do a music podcast and I hope that we're covering music that people are interested in. <laughs> Yo, it's a good question. Um, we know that some of the things we talk about, people care about more and some of the things less. And I think that's a okay. Yeah. It's I, all wouldn't, good. I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, Yo, did they, and, and I don't want, you can, you can spill the beans on what you got or not. Did they have more than one copy of everything that you bought? No, it was the one copy of each. Okay. Okay. Oh wow! Look at you scooping. Scooped um, it up. I was in Baltimore. Uh, I guess it was you know whatever. Um, and went to the aquarium, the National Aquarium. Nice little family day. Great but aquarium. Did, yeah, very good aquarium. And I made time to stop at uh, what I think is one of the best record stores in the entire country. Celebrated Summer Records. Ah. Um, which I don't is, think I've ever been. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Like if you're ever in Baltimore, you have to go. Awesome place. I'll be there um, for Maryland Death Fest in, uh, oh, in May. Oh, that place. Uh, then they'll be swamped. Um, punk metal stuff galore. But li- like really a just great selection of all records. Um, but they had, uh, I have to share this story. The uh, They have a bunch of old flyers of all different types on the wall. They had an old flyer from the mid 80s. Um, of a Rites of Spring Beef Eater Embrace show that happened in Baltimore. All of the band names were written in kind of a graffiti style, which is not something you would expect from those bands. No. And uh, the the fellow who, who owns the record store, runs the record store, whatever, I asked him about it. He's like, oh, I didn't go to that show. I wasn't, you know, wasn't really into that kind of stuff yet. But he's like, I have been told the legend of this flyer that it was sort of Baltimore taking a little bit of a dig at, at DC and these bands who are perceived perceived to be a little bit more serious or um, there was a little counter to the Baltimore style of the time, which was more graffiti and maybe a little rougher around the edges. So, um, so I found that very fun. I bought some records and uh, yeah, everybody go support record stores. They're nice. awesome. Um, Absolutely. Very, very germane today's conversation actually. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to switch it up a little bit. I know that we had our mailbag episode last week, um, but we just kind of wanted to have a little discussion about how we find new music. Um, it's something that we get hit up a lot about on uh, on social and on email, um, which if you're not following us, follow us at TraxPod on Instagram and Twitter and hit us TraxPod at gmail.com. Um, but a lot of people are just like, yo, how do you find new music? What's going on? And it's something that I think to myself, and I think I actually brought up on the deeper, um, episode of the podcast a few weeks ago, 
where, you know, you and I are both um, young men, but, you know, uh, not super young. So at a certain point, (laughs) you kind of lose track of, you know, like, what are the kids listening to? Um, And I find that as a 36-year-old man, it becomes tougher to really decipher, like, am I even looking in the same places as someone who's, you know, 10 years younger than me, for example. Um, so I just wanted to have that conversation between you, me and you um, and get yeah. feedback from from everyone listening, because, you know, if you are kind of I don't I don't want to be extreme, but an obsessive about music, if you think about it and it takes up time in your day. Um, chances are you're interested in what's happening currently. Um, so I thought it would be a worthwhile discussion. I'm so excited for this conversation because you, you, you kind of said it at the front. This is one of the most frequently asked questions we get um, just in general about the podcast. I get it um, personally as well. Um, and it's a tough question. I actually spent a good part of the day thinking about this in preparation. And... Um, because you you kind of cited the right angle for you and me, but I think there's people on the other side of the spectrum who are younger and curious about, hey, where do I even start on some of these older bands or older music or genre that I've never gotten into? And so that's why, you know, the idea today, how do I find out about new music, is both literally new as in music that's coming out now, as well as, to me, how I was extrapolating it, new to me music. Sure. Um, Because I think it's something that gets a little bit lost in the sauce here, is that um, something I've said for a long time, and uh, Pete, I think me and you have had conversations about this for over 20 years. It's true. Yes, is that music like most things in life is not just linear and it's not just what's in front of you. Um, If you are not excited about the music that's in front of you, or maybe you haven't found something you've enjoyed for a long time, one, keep looking, but two, look in different places. And when you look in different places, it again, doesn't mean just what's in front of you, but look backwards, look sideways. Um, there's so, so much music and so much to be discovered that it's really amazing. And, um, you know, I think there's people who have a hard time with that concept of just kind of like, well, I'm not really interested in the music that's happening right now, or I'm not hearing the stuff I want to hear. Um, I actually think just as a sidebar to this long rambling thing, um, right now is such a really cool time for music because there's just about no matter what you're looking for you can find someone doing it or something close to it out there and really enjoy it but if you're you know barring that you can go backwards and really find some amazing stuff so uh so that's just my first note um kind of opening salvo is that music's not just linear however pete and i think you're in the same spot as me it never feels good to just be reading yesterday's newspaper. Am I right about that? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, so I mean, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I put it to you. Where, where do you want to start on this unraveling? So, I mean, I, I guess 
the question is, you know, uh, how, let's just go through how do you actually, do you personally, Bob, find new music? I can, I can kick it okay. off if you want me to, but I mean, I think the idea is to just like, let's just answer the question around. for ourselves. Yeah. And, how then, do and I? then, and then, and then, you know, ideally we can have a follow-up episode to this with kind of feedback from everybody. Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. The part two of this is getting the feedback from everybody else. Yeah. That's super important. So, uh, hit us up. Whatever, however that feedback is, come at us. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Because we're um, actively interested. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't be doing this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, as discussed, it's going to be a little bit, maybe we didn't mention this, but we're going to keep it tighter here uh, because we want to do the follow-up, which is a part two. Um, how I do it. Let me let me put it this way. I'm a 39-year-old. Um, I don't enjoy social media for a lot of reasons. Um, it's, it's an odd place. There's a lot of weird kind of things that you can get lost on in terms of like wasting time and taking away from actually like living the life that you have in front of you. You know, I, I think anytime I'm sitting there and go, Oh, I've been just looking, I've been scrolling on Instagram for five minutes when I could be, you know, Fill in the blank, cleaning a toilet, um, <laughs> reading a book, uh, taking a walk. That's the most depressed you know? I've ever been is like when I'm just scrolling through yes. and it's been like 15 minutes. Oh, and you, and then you realize like, Oh my God, what the hell? Um, so I, I want to shout out a very good friend of mine who I don't think listens, but Brett, uh, a good friend of mine who I've known forever, ever, ever, um, who who has a, a job where he's mostly working on it with his hands all day. Um, but we talked about it. It was like, yeah, social, you know, Instagram, whatever, whatever. But you know what's fun is if you don't look at it all day, you don't look at it at all. And I talked to other friends who who have jobs that are sitting in front of a computer screen all day. And, you know, uh, he said, the friend who sits in front of a computer working, writing, doing this stuff all day, it's like, if I don't look at it in the morning, I probably won't look at it till the end of the day. Maybe in the evening I check and I, um, when I'm doing nothing, when I'm just relaxing, decompressing. But he's like, if I check in the morning, I'm checking and I'm looking again and I'm looking again and I'm spending time on this thing. But so to, to my buddy Brett who said this, he's like, if you don't look all day and then at the end of the day, you've done a lot, whatever it is, you're working, you're doing family stuff, you're cl- whatever it is you're doing. And then you go on there. Most of the time, <coughs> most of the time, you don't even, you don't get sucked in. You don't fall down the hole. You look through for a few minutes and go, all right, cool. Next. <laughs> so so these are there's a lot of reasons so you know here I am follow us at trackspot but but that is the one thing is social media can be your friend if you're interested in finding new music now you have to be conscious of it you got to curate a little bit you got to follow these things that have new music Bandcamp does lots of new music stuff. Um, different music sites, depending on what you're interested in, follow those. 
follow the smaller ones, follow the more niche things, dig around in the dirt, find people who write about music and follow their accounts. I'm a proponent. You don't even have to have an account, but just sign up so you can do this. I almost would prefer it. The the stuff I enjoy on my social media feed for the most part isn't my friends, even though, you know, Pete, you're lovely. I love seeing your stuff. And and I say that to most of my friends. But like I don't even I don't post that often because I'm, no, I'm, I'm I'm not even on there. No, I'd rather you text me. I'd rather text you. I just, I mean, that's exactly it. So much better. So much more like an actual connection. But some of this stuff, the, the following media stuff I enjoy. So, so that's my first, first salvo because there's probably people out there. Um, the idea of how do you use social media the right way? It's a misnomer. Some people are using social media to hook up. Some people are using social media uh, like your aunt, you know, Sheboygan, who is on Facebook to complain about this, that, and the other. Uh, Blow up Facebook. I don't know if there's anything useful. There are good (laughs) groups. There's music groups on there. Um, Go on, you know, go on Instagram. See if Twitter might be useful. Follow some accounts. There are all these sites. They're always putting it out. And just as a note, <clears throat> if you want to go old tech, yeah, you can scroll. You can go to all the new music websites and do that. But if you follow their social media accounts, you're probably going to get that and it's going to be fed to you directly. So you can kind of curate yourself a little feed that's always just kind of chiming you and going, hey, here's something new. Hey, yeah. here's something new. Yeah. And I think that's, to me... And I hope for some of the uh, TraxPod listeners, that would be what I consider the right way to use social media. Yeah, I mean, just to pay you back on that. So one of my things is social media for sure. Um, in terms of finding new music, I've actually considered. I, I I'm always trying to quit social. Like it's not like I Same. I don't even post that often, you Same. know, on my personal accounts. But it's just one of those things I've always felt like it's required just to like keep in touch with certain people or whatever. But to your point, like if I'm really a friend of yours, I'll just call you or text you or (laughs) try to hang out with you and actually like make that connection in real life. You know, how Um, much more exciting is it when we sit down and have dinner and talk about what we've been doing versus like, Hey, I saw that you were doing this last week. Yeah, I did that last week. Yeah, it's much more fun. I highly recommend it to everybody. Um, Yes. But that being said, like, I've thought about starting kind of side accounts just just for music, for example, where yeah, like, like a burner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really like where I don't expect to follow or I don't expect anyone to follow that account, you know, and I'm only interested in following like not friends, but um, unless they're like really music savvy, but like, you know, certain blogs or certain band accounts or certain record label accounts. Um, because on my personal Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Twitter, um, that's what I follow. And that's probably where I hear of most new music that I'm aware of or end up revisiting like older records because they might, you know, there might be a blog that does like a feature on something. 100%. Um, and that's, I, I mean, I'm of the same mind. You know, I think uh, if you have a unfulfilling relationship with social media and you're listening to this podcast um, and you are somebody who likes to find new music, 
start looking into that and see if you're doing it. I, I mean, I've actually gone through some of my social media stuff and gone, oh, these are the accounts that like I enjoy. Like, like these weird accounts that are posted, you know, whatever my interest, if it's comic books, I like comic book stuff. Okay, right. cool. Music stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, that's right. This account pointed me to do this. I just think that's so much more valuable. So anyways, we just got on a huge social media soapbox, but that's the first <laughs> thing I think of for new music. And that hits all the points that we were kind of touching on, which is new and old. It's not just what's, it's not just what's happening now. It's what's been happening. It's what's coming. And you mentioned record labels. Great. Um, news people, uh, like music, music journalism folks. I've actually been really impressed seeing some of the people, even some of the people who write for bigger publications. If you follow them, they like a large range of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I think it's a great thing to do. And sometimes it's slow and sometimes it's not. Maybe on our social, we'll, we'll put some of our favorite follows as part of the part two of this podcast. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I mean, the, the challenge for me there, so like just as, as an example for, for myself and forgive me if I sound like an old man, but like, so I, I make lists on Twitter, right? Oh yeah. Yep. And I'll have, you know, I'll have my music list. I'll have my movies list. I'll have my like vinyl, like specific vinyl list. I'll have my, you know, whatever other, I have a bunch of lists, but like, yeah. um, I'll, f- I'll go through that and I'll, you know, check out whatever blogs and record labels we're talking about. But my, I guess my, the, the wall that I hit and the reason that I thought this would be a good episode is just like the wall that I hit is when there's new music that I may not have heard of, like, am I clicking on that? Am I compelled to listen to that thing? Like it, it, it takes more than one kind of, you know, blog post for an example on like, on like a new artist for me to be like, I'm going to check that out. Um, usually how it works for me is like, it's a combination of things. Like I'll see some Twitter headlines about someone. Then I might go to YouTube because I, I do watch a lot of YouTube favorite channel. Um, if if given the option, (laughs) I'm watching YouTube over like Netflix or HBO or anything else. Um, shout out YouTube. Yeah, shout out YouTube. Um, they they need the support. Follow YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, people like like I might see like Anthony Fontano is talking about a thing. I might see you know other like YouTube music people talking about a thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is it. Sounds interesting, whether good or bad. I'm just gonna like check it out just to see what's going on because um, I like. I honestly, I like what's what's happening in pop music and just like, and I mean pop music, not like the genre, but just like popular music in right, general. Right. Like what are people grabbing, gravitating towards now and why? Um, I thought, I think is always fascinating. So like, yeah, for me, it's, 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 it's one of those things where if I'm seeing it to the point that it's unavoidable, yep, I will check it out. But I feel like, that's where I feel like old in this way where I know that it's already super popular at that point. Right. And that like, it's not to say that I need to be the early adopter because I'm okay with not being the early adopter. I don't need to be the first person to hear anything, you know, and and frankly, I shouldn't be um, just because of who I am and how old I am and whatever. But like, it's it's just it's interesting to me especially with like TikTok happening and like now there's like 
genres of music coming out of this platform that nobody expected, you know, that to be the case. I find it really fascinating. Like, like where is, where's music going? How are we going to find out about music in the future? New music, but also old music. I mean, I know that like TikTok, for example, like there's been samples of older songs that, that have hit as well. So yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about there. No. And and so, so that's one way. Um, one place is social media. And I think it's important. Um, and that's kind of the new tech solution. You know, um, we opened this podcast by talking about the old tech version of this, which is weird. And it's, it's something that I kind of wanted to discuss, which is like my relationship with record stores in a mostly digital age. Right. Yeah. So Pete, I stream a lot of music. Yep. I order a lot of records online. Yep. There was a time in my life where not a week went by where I was at a, where I didn't go to a record store. And that time in my life was probably from age 18 to maybe like 26, 27 maybe. And now part of that, please note, I worked at a record label, which also was a record distributor. I was still going to record stores down the street too. And I'm like knee deep in them with an employee discount, you know? Um, And I got away from it for, for many years. Um, Partially because based on where I was living, where there weren't many record stores in the area. Um, And I would still casually go. It was more like, okay, you know, I was living in a city where essentially there were no, good quote-unquote good record stores i think i was probably taken for granted <laughs> you know you you rewind 10 years and i go oh there's this record store is only okay you know mm-hmm. and you realize like no like every record store is pretty pretty good you know like even weird ones like if you go as long as they're getting new stuff in which is new either new releases and old you know old new used vinyl or new used records or new cds whatever it is the tactile experience of walking into a record store is really valuable. Um, so I, I wanted to bring that up because I know you you are a record store shopper, though I'm sure that your relationship with them has changed over time. Recently, I've been going a little more frequently. And uh, I don't know if I shared it here, but you know, as, as the pandemic was kind of coming st- starting to end question mark, whatever people want to say. Uh, my family had been cooped up for a very long time. So we did a quick weekend to mystic Connecticut and uh, you know, pretty, pretty cordoned off from people just kind of went to get out of there. And, but I did stop and walked into a record store with, with my significant other. And um, this is, you know, the, the masks were already off and all that stuff, but Yo, it was such a pleasant experience. And and that that's not from me, that's from the significant other who who's not a bit she's not a record collector or anything like that, but she just she she had at times in her life gone to record stores and been going to record stores or whatever, but she's like, "Oh, this was really cool." You know, like you you look around and you look at records and, you know, um so so I want to encourage people young and old like you might be someone who's never gone to record stores because you're younger and you just stream stuff. That's okay. 
mm-hmm. give it a try. I guarantee you'll find something different or something that piques your interest. You might be older and have kind of that divorced feeling where it's been like, yo, I've, I've been separated from record stores for a while. Uh, the revisit that I've been doing, it's been fun, man. You know, like I mentioned going down to celebrated summer and it was just awesome. And to be honest, I probably could have spent three hours in there flipping through records. Yeah. Um, but here that that's, I'm, I'm, we did the new tech. I'm throwing out the super old tech, which is you want to find new music, go to a record store. No, I'm with that. I mean, and, and here's the thing, like, so you hit on a few points. The first one, there's always something that you can find in a record store. And by that, I mean, like, I know that records are expensive now if you're buying new records. Like $30 yeah. for an LP is crazy. I'm, I'm with that. You know, but at the same time, I mean, and you said this too, Bob, like you can always find something even at the like the used stores. I'm saying if if there's like a dollar bin selection, there are good records in there. Like yes, most yes. of the time, most of the time dollar bin records are dollar bin records because there are so many of them and they sold so many <laughs> yes. that that they're just they're, they're not worth anything because there are 10 billion copies of the thing, right? So like I don't know, like Stevie Wonder, for example, I found at the dollar bin. Yes. I got Motley Crue in the dollar bin. I found like, these are just like things when I was a kid were in the dollar bin. And I I know that they're still in the dollar bin half the time because I still see them. Um, But if you're into that, you know, CDs, LPs, whatever, just pick something up because like, I say this at the risk of sounding like an old man, <laughs> but like, I do feel like uh, when you put money into something, you are more invested. And yeah. I, I, I say this only because I, I listen to a lot of new music on Spotify, for example, and I'll find myself putting on like one song, maybe two songs. Yep. And like a lot of it is dependent on my mood. I'll just be like, ah, like not for me. And like, I might go back and revisit it. I might not. I hope that I do, particularly if I just might not be in the mood for whatever it is that I'm listening to. But like, if you buy something. Invested. You're invested. Yeah. Like you want to go back and find out like, 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 is there something I'm missing with this? Like, is there something that, you know. Unless you completely hate it, which that could be, that <laughs> and could it's, totally a be it's a bummer. It's a bummer, right back to the dollar bin. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're out all that much, you know. But right, but uh, I don't know. I mean, that's something that I still do here and there. If I if I find like a dollar bin record, for example, that it's like some iconic record that I may have never heard of, you know. Right. I might just pick it up just to be like, well, this sold a billion copies. Like, there has to be something here, you know. Um. And that's older music, you know, we're also yeah. talking about newer music, but I, I don't know. I, I, and I, I guess, I guess that's another reason that I wanted to like talk through all of this is that I, I haven't found the solution to that because I do find that I'm more invested in a thing. If I put money into it, whether it's a dollar, right. like, like, honestly, even if it's a dollar, I'll like listen to the whole record, um, which is, that's a little crazy but that's cool it's almost yeah it's almost so arbitrary that it's insane but like i never claimed to be sane so (laughs) well and and to me like look i'm on the same wavelength i think it's worth it to go support the record store 
give it a chance and buy a random record that you haven't heard or that you haven't heard in a long time or that you've only heard one song off of, but like and go, I wonder what the rest of this is about. Yeah. But I want to present another option for somebody who is not ready to take the dip into buying physical media. There's probably, I, I know there's people who listen to our podcast who don't own any records. Go respect. to a record store, respect, go to a record store, walk around, flip through stuff, open that little notes folder on your, your phone, whatever type of device you got, and just, you see something cool that looks interesting, write it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, consider this like discovery Shazam. Like, oh, what's this about? I guarantee you can find it streaming somewhere. Maybe not everything, but I'd say 95% of stuff. Uh, 99% if we talk about YouTube too, which if you've never heard of that little site, youtube.com, <laughs> give it a shot. We're big fans. Um, There's probably a Patreon you can give them money to. <laughs> yeah, we, we support them. Um, <laughs> big, big supporters. Uh, but yo, like if you're not ready to take the dive of buying records, it's a cathartic, fun experience. Um, and to note, you know, I want to throw this out there. Sometimes you'll walk into a record store and you know what's usually happening at a record store? They're playing music. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's total shit. Uh, but like I straight up have discovered bands I love. I love, underline love, because some random person was playing it at a random record store I went to. Um, the la- latest example is this this band, Country Comfort, from Hawaii, from the mid-70s, who have uh, one song that's uh, called To Be Lonely. Um, it's just this rocking song, and uh, it's just awesome. Now, the rest of the record is kind of a mixed bag. We are the children. Um, but I was in Indianapolis of all places, randomly walking to this record store and they're playing it in there. I think it might've been, um, on some weird compilation. I actually asked the guy who worked there. I was like, Hey, what is this? I wrote it down on the notepad in my phone. Not nothing weird, you know, could make it look like you're texting someone and checked it out later. and was like, Oh shit. I love this. So, um, remind me of like an Arlo Guthrie B side with more soul. So, Wow. Yeah. Yo, that, that's so this is the we, we did super new tech. We did super old tech. I think the the only other thing we didn't touch on for me at least is is Spotify. Like yeah. so so a lot of the time I'll you know, Spotify makes you those recommendation lists. Yes. Um and oftentimes I will listen to them. Yeah. Um I've heard I've heard so many people who say my daily listen or whatever um has turned them on to lots of new music. See, I want to get your feedback. Yeah, yeah, I I want that to be the case for me. Mm. It has not proven to be true, though. Um, I'll give you one example. So I've I've I I mentioned numerous times, probably that I'm a big Guided by Voices fan. Yes. Um, If you know anything about Guided by Voices, uh, Robert Pollard, who kind of is Guided by Voices, he will put out records under different monikers. So essentially there's no difference between a guided by voices album and a cub scout bowling pins album. Right. Because that's just, he decided (laughs) to name the band that for some reason and put out a different record. Um, 
I know that because I'm a super fan. Spotify, with the AI technology that they have or whatever, does not know that. So I'll get these playlist recommendations that are like, hey, you like Guided by Voices, you might like Cub Scout Bowling Pins. And I'm like, that's the same band. So it's just, <laughs> it's it's literally just like a list of shit that I'm already, you know, familiar with. Um, which, I mean, that's, that's an extreme example because Guided by Voices have like so many different monikers, but um, it, it just, it kind of proves out too with like a lot of different genres that I, I might be interested in, like death metal, for example, like oftentimes it's, it's recommending me like death metal, like classic stuff that I'm familiar with. It's no, it's, it's not recommending me like new stuff that I want to be finding. No, um, that, that, so this is, this is my, my Spotify comment. The algorithm can be good. Don't rely on the algorithm. I really, <clears throat> it's based on, it's, it's basically looking at what you listen to, comparing to other traits and things that people who maybe listen to the same thing as you listen to in similar configurations. Ba, ba, ba. Yo, you know what ends up happening to me? Sometimes I'll click on a song and go, one of the tricks I like to do is uh, you click on a song and then go, go to radio. And it's a radio based on that song, but it's also based on your listens. So I can can almost predict, based on some of the songs I listen to, what's going to pop up. And it's very frequently just shit I listen to anyways. So um, my recommendations with Spotify, I'd like to get some of yours too, Pete. Um, Don't let yourself get lost in just algorithms that the system puts out for you. Search around. Search playlists. Yeah. A lot of user-created playlists are great. Some of the big playlists are pretty good ways to discover new music. Um, fall down the, the wormhole and just keep digging. Dig, dig, dig. Uh, I recently <clears throat> have done this thing where, depending on you know when we have family over, I'll do the year in music playlists that are up there. Ah, which is pretty fun. And uh, it's a pretty big hit with the parents. They really enjoy it. So it's it's a nice way to... And some of those are unbelievably deep and thorough to where you're like, okay, I knew the first four of these songs and now I don't know a vast majority of these songs that they're playing on the like Year in Music 1968 playlist. This is interesting. So um, that's a big like recommendation that. of mine for specificity. So don't get lost in the algorithm. Seek stuff out on the streaming services because you can really find some cool ways to new th- stuff. I'm with that. I'm I'm totally gonna check out some of those playlists. But I found the same thing where, like, yeah, if if you search out your own playlists based on your interests, there will be things there. You know, there's it's it's worth the time. Absolutely. Um, I think the last thing I wanted to touch on was something that you actually mentioned. Um, I think in a previous episode, but, but it resonated with me because it's something that I do too, which is going back to social media. If you have friends that are interested in music and they post a song, um, taking a screenshot of it and then going back, yes. um, that's, it, it was funny that you said that. Cause that's something that I do too. And I actually, I remember you hit me up, um, because I posted about a band called the umbrellas. Yes. Um, and they, I mentioned that because 
that's new music. I think they're great. And they actually have an LP coming out on slumberland, uh, next month. But, uh, that's something I do too. I mean, you know, you and I are involved in music. Um, we're interested in music. I'm sure that everyone following this podcast probably has friends interested in music, but (laughs) yes, you know, uh, take screenshots. Remember that stuff. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm often watching, I'm all, I'm often going through the Instagram stories with the sound off. Same. So I won't actually even hear the song if there is a song. Um, and I, you know, frankly, the way that I scroll through Instagram, I probably wouldn't give it the time of day if I were, if I did have the sound on. Yeah. But, uh, you take that screenshot, you go back, you take a note. And, uh, a lot of the time it's worth, it's worth going back, you know, Yo, that is again, using social media the right way. That's one of the most fun little nerd activities is going back through some of my screenshots of like somebody posted this on their story. What's this about? You check it out. Oh my God, this is cool. You know? Um, and then do the same reciprocate when you find new music, post it up, share it. So, um, share and be shared and don't get too caught up in a lot of the like, other type of shit on social media, but yeah, screen screenshots of things are your friend because at my advanced age, um, <laughs> remembering like, Oh yeah, I want to check out that heavenward band. Let me look at this. Yeah. Is, is tough. But if I screenshot it, I'll go, Oh yeah, let me go check that out. And sometimes I find something I really like. A lot of times it's like, mm, okay, that's fine. Uh, but, uh, it's a great thing. So use the tools. Um, yeah, I mean, and the thing is too, like, I mean, I mentioned before how little I post on social and I know that you're the same, like, and this isn't encouraging anyone to follow me or anything. It's just, it's one of those things where I have to think that other people kind of operate the same way. Like if I post something, I like, I think that it's worth other people's time, yes. which is why, which is why it's, it's usually not something that has anything to do with me. It's usually like you know, a song that I really like that I think is like, like I really want people to hear or a podcast that I really think is important, you know? Yep. Um, and I have to think that other people operate the same. So yeah, I don't know. Share that shit. Share that shit. So this is where we call on you guys. Um, how do you find new music? What are some of the tricks of the trade from you? Uh, hopefully the next episode that we get to do a part two on this, we'll really share some of that. And, um, you know, that's one of the joys of doing this podcast uh, is getting to talk about music with people as well as share it with you. So please hit us with some of your ideas and how you find new music. Maybe there's other podcasts you listen to too. And if you mention them, we'll shout them out. Uh, tag us, add us at TraxPod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us TraxPod at Gmail. Any of your thoughts, go deep and go short, whatever you want. And we look forward to hearing your ideas. Can't wait. Hit us up. Goodbye.